Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. The Tech Fee. The Tech Fee. With Andy Wells. Jump inside almost any vehicle these days and you're surrounded by technology from entertainment systems and navigation to driver assist safety features and even engine management. But are they connected in the same way that many smart devices are in our home? Well, joining me today to talk about the latest in-car tech is the Connected Vehicles Marketing Manager, Nat Lazinski from Ford Australia. Welcome, Nat. Hi, Andy. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. Now, when it comes to vehicles... We see a lot of future gazing, especially on uh, TV and the cinema. I often think of a a Telstra ad that was running in cinemas for a while that showed a self-driving car that obviously relied on 5G mobile technology uh, to help get its owner home while he slept in the back seat. Now, we're not really quite there at this stage, but it does make me wonder just how connected today's cars really are, which is why I've got you here, Nat. When I first reached out to Ford to explore this topic, I was surprised to hear that last year Ford became the first car maker in Australia to have modems in all vehicles. So I guess that's where we'll start. Tell me about this new world of connectivity. What can we do with it? Uh, yes, so that that is definitely the case. So this sort of technology is what you would expect to see on offer with uh, many luxury brands, and we now find it in Ford vehicles. So the vehicles come equipped with an embedded modem and a SIM card, and the benefits of such technology means you can use the Ford Pass app in conjunction with your connected vehicle to say remote start, remote lock, check vehicle status information such as uh, odometer or fuel level, Uh, check vehicle location and also receive vehicle health alerts direct to your smart device. And and so why do we need it? I think it's the remote nature of it. So, you know, consider yourself uh, preparing for a long trip. Uh, You're not sure whether or not you need to plan for a trip to, say, fill up the car. Uh, So you can remotely, uh, while sitting down on the couch, check those details and plan your trip accordingly. So whether or not that means leaving, say, 10 minutes earlier Uh, in order to uh, ensure you've got enough time to fill up. Uh, Whether or not it's a hot day, uh, you can remotely start the vehicle to cool the cabin. So if you've got young children, for example, uh, they can actually enter a really nice cool cabin on a hot day. Uh, So they're these uh, convenient features that you probably didn't think you needed, but I guess with this technology, it does enable you to do so. I've got to say, Nat, I do love that uh, idea of being able to set the the cabin of the vehicle to the temperature that was when you're in the car last time because uh, no matter how great AC is in vehicles these days on a hot day it's always going to be steaming hot Um, so I love the idea especially uh, even at this time of year that you can pre-cool your car and if you happen to live somewhere where it does get a little bit chilly then um, of course have it to um, a more comfortable temperature so you're right I guess it's about the the features you didn't think you needed but then once you've got it you probably can't live without it right exactly right exactly right so you mentioned about the vehicles now having a built-in modem Now, I do wonder about the usage of that. So somewhere tucked away under the bonnet where I I guess users probably can't get to it, it's hiding there. Um, Is it restricted to just being able to make the car talk to an app on your phone or does it have other uses around uh, entertainment or navigation? So for those vehicles equipped with SatNav, the modem also uses the data of the vehicle uh, location to deliver a better navigation experience. So your SYNC 3 navigation system will deliver up-to-date traffic updates. So the modem takes into account, as I said, the vehicle's location and then adjusts your recommended route 
uh, based on the traffic conditions. So there are added benefits with having the modem inside the vehicle. And I guess that's similar to, I mean, for people who are, have cars that don't have built-in navigation, like the car I drive every day, uh, you uh, you might otherwise have to use your you know, have your mobile phone sitting somewhere where you can't touch it, um, and and have uh, Google Maps speaking out to you. And of course, that requires data. But but what you're saying now is the built-in navigation system has access to its its own data stream to help you with that navigation, right? Correct. And then it also frees up your device. So again, if I do use the kid, uh, having the kids example, um, it does free up your device to say, use it for other purposes. So whether or not it's, you know, streaming music, whether or not it's entertaining the kids, it does free up the device given that your sat nav is using the modem inside the vehicle. Now, we touched on the um, pre-warming or, or cooling of the car, which is, is a great feature. One thing I did notice when I got into the um, Ford Pass app and checked out what I could, the information I could see about the vehicle, uh, you mentioned um, checking the uh, how much fuel is in the vehicle, that sort of thing. I was very, actually very surprised to see um, that my uh, tyre pressure gauges came up there as well. Yes, it does. So if your vehicle is fitted with a tyre pressure monitoring system, uh, that information would be fed back into the Ford Pass app. So again, uh, it acts as a, you know, whether or not it's a preventative measure. Um, if you do see an issue, um, it, it would pop up um, on even via an alert on the Ford Pass app. And it obviously alerts you to take action if you do have an issue with your tyres. Okay. Now, Nat, I'm picking up in your language. I'm hearing a bit of if your vehicle has this, if your vehicle has that. So I've got to ask, so do the connected functions vary between different Ford vehicles and models? For example, uh, say the different uh, variations on the Ford Puma that I'm driving around this week, or or maybe if I'm driving a a Ranger or an Escape? So above all, uh, embedded modems are fitted into all Ford vehicles. So if you're buying a base model or considering a high series, all vehicles will come fitted with an embedded modem. So it doesn't matter if you're um, in a Ranger, for example, if you're looking at a base model from an XL or XLS, right through to a Ranger or a Raptor, they will all come with an embedded modem. Some of the features or the options that you see in in the Ford Pass app will be directly linked to the features that may be available in a a vehicle. So uh, we have talked about tyre pressure monitoring system as an example. If there is one not fitted to the vehicle, you won't be able to see that information, for example, in the app. Now, of course, all this relates back to the car being able to communicate through to the Ford Pass app. Does access to the Ford Pass app come at any extra cost? No, it is completely free of charge uh, for the customer. Okay, which probably explains why you wouldn't want people to be able to tap into the uh, data on that and use it for music or movies or anything like that in the car, right? That's right. It's completely separate. And is there, um, and you probably don't want to talk about uh, too much future stuff, but is there any uh, sort of a, a bit of a wish list or a to-do list in terms of other connected features? Without going into details, I think what we can say is what we have launched to date is a new platform and connectivity brings a whole host of new opportunities for our owners in the future. So how I see the future is evolving to what, say, some of the big retailers do today via their apps. Um, in an effort to drive customer engagement and loyalty. Well, let's chat about some of the other in-car tech, though. Now, as I mentioned, um, uh, well, my car is uh, substantially uh, older than the Ford Puma that I'm uh, driving around at the moment, so it's not very high-tech at all. Uh, So bring me up to speed. What do we find in Ford vehicles now that's helping drivers stay safe on the road? So something you may have witnessed, um, I guess, 
in your drive with the Puma is um, the various warnings that come about whilst you're driving. Yeah. So every Puma model includes the autonomous emergency braking uh, with pedestrian detection. Uh, So the monitor is always scanning ahead and then the system alerts you of any potential collisions um, and applies the brakes if an unexpected danger appears in front of the car. So I think that's actually a really um, a preventative measure uh, for pedestrians and I guess the driver themselves to avoid an accident. Okay. Uh, the other thing uh, is adaptive cruise control. So something that um, I've become accustomed to is just setting your cruise speed. So if you're going on a long drive, uh, you basically set the speed and the Puma, for example, will use the radar monitor to monitor the traffic ahead and adjust the speed based on what's ahead. So it's kind of an improvement on your standard cruise control experience. Um, An active park assist, you know, if um, you're looking for a park um, on a busy road, there's nothing worse than trying to park and you've got everyone watching you. <laughs> uh, you can basically press, press a button, it locates the park for you and the vehicle will park itself using the sensors around the vehicle, um, monitoring behind and what's ahead of you. And in amongst all of that, and I think that works with the, the adaptive cruise control is the uh, lane guidance system as well? That's right. Yep. So there's sensors on the screen within the um, instrument cluster. Uh, you've got a feature there that highlights the uh, steering wheel will even vibrate if you have actually hmm. um, exited or moved outside of your lane. There's a lot of features there, a lot of technology packed in, and it's all very passive in, in the way that you don't really have to do much to make it work. Is it easy to get up and running and have those features all, all in play? Absolutely. And I think... Um, you're probably, you know, if you're coming out of an older vehicle, you probably don't appreciate the amount of technology that these vehicles do have until you do step into one. So I always get uh, pleasantly surprised that the vehicle is monitoring uh, what I'm doing um, and warning me that, you know, there could be a potential um, collision ahead through the sensors that are equipped in the vehicle. Absolutely. And I can certainly appreciate it having just stepped out of a car that's um, uh, circa 2003. <laughs> It'll be a very different experience, yes. Now, so for people weighing up their options at the moment, maybe looking at a new car, what do you feel are the must-have features in terms of uh, both connectivity and in-car tech that uh, Ford's put forward? Uh, so for me, I think um, it's the ability. We rely on our smartphones so heavily these days. So for me, the ease of having to, uh, for example, enter a vehicle and you know being able to pair it easily so that I can access and do what I can while on the run, uh, so, for example, I personally use Android Auto. Yep. Um, so I plug in and I can, you know, hands-free basically use my Google Assistant, um, which is a really enhanced experience. So I think from a connectivity um, experience, I think that's a must and I think that's what our customers expect. I think what we have launched with Ford Pass, there's a lot of novel um, and exciting, I, th- I call them surprise and delight features. <laughs> I don't think people really understand that the vehicle could do this and you know and I talk about these remote features or commands that you can do but essentially if you're traveling and you're in Dubai for example and you've parked your vehicle at the airport and you're not sure if you've locked it it will lock it for you because the way that the technology works is that there's communication between the phone and the cloud and then the cloud sending back directions uh, to the vehicle so when we talk remote, we're talking remote. We're not talking, you know, within a house or you need to be five kilometres within, you know, the vehicle. So um, I think our customers um, and as an industry as a whole will adjust to this new technology. 
And I think as well, anything from a safety perspective that prevents an accident, I think is just imperative. That's the way of the future and that's the way we're all heading. Um, so anything that protects myself and the occupants in, in the vehicle, such as my family, I think are an absolute must. So the autonomous emergency braking, um, the adaptive cruise control for the vehicle to monitor what's happening ahead of me and do the work for me, uh, I think are all musts um, in today's environment. I do appreciate your quote there about the um, unexpected surprises. Uh, for me, I think that was just being able to wirelessly charge my um, my Google Pixel. Yeah. Yes, I have just adjusted to that as well because I've just uh, picked up a Puma myself and I find that really useful as, as well. Yeah, so we've got all this technology and uh, and the one thing that people may appreciate <laughs> the most that they'll, they'll actually see in action is this uh, wireless charging capability. So, yeah, big thumbs up for that one. Yep, absolutely. Totally agree. The Tech Peak will now terminate. Visit techdaily.com.au. Thanks so much for your time today. And I guess we can just send people to ford.com.au uh, for all the info on that. Yep, absolutely. And any further info on Ford Pass, you can go further to ford.com.au forward slash Ford Pass. Great. Thanks again, Nat. No worries. <laughs>